Interesting rhythmic, kind of quirky music there from composer Sebastian Courier. That is the Allegro con Brio, the first movement of a piece called Entanglement for violin and piano. We heard Yehunatan Beric, violin, and Laura Melton, piano. And this is off of a disc that is all music for violin and piano by Sebastian Courier called Clockwork. Welcome to Relevant Tones. I'm Seth Bostead, and this is a CD grab bag show. Discs that I think could make really good holiday gifts, or that you just might want to have in your own collection, because they're all unique and really quite interesting. We get a lot of CDs here at Relevant Tones, so I've gone through and culled out what I think are the best of the best to uh, present to you today. I really do like Sebastian Courier quite a bit. I think, as you can hear in that music, he's got his own very distinct style, and I think of him kind of as a modern-day Poulenc, in that uh, the music changes so quickly. It's so mercurial. Now it's happy, now it's rhythmic, now it's fierce, now it's uh, pensive and introspective. So again, the disc is called Clockwork, Music for Violin and Piano by Sebastian Courier. Well, there's a lot to say about the next disc I want to feature. This is uh, by flutist Claire Chase, and the disc is called Terrestra, which is uh, also the name of a piece by the composer Kaya Sariaho, which is the first track on the disc. Uh, I think it's a fantastic CD in that, uh, one, of course, the performance is so incredible. She's an amazing flutist, and this shows her off in a variety of different settings with ensemble as a soloist and in duo setting. So we get to hear Claire, uh, the recent winner of the MacArthur Grant, the so-called Genius Grant, in a variety of settings on this disc. The piece that I want to play is actually by Elliot Carter, who, as we know, passed away recently at the ripe old age of 103 just a few days short of his 104th birthday, um, a, a remarkable achievement. And he was writing really right up until the end. So he's a very prolific composer. The piece is called Esprit Rude, Esprit Du. And I heard Claire and uh, the clarinetist, Joshua Rubin, is for flute and clarinet. I heard them perform this in New York many years back at American Music Center function. And it struck me then, it's a virtuosic piece, incredibly difficult to play, just ensemble-wise to be together, intonation-wise, uh, every way that a piece can be difficult, this is. And yet they play it with such panache, they make it sound so simple. As you listen, try and hear which instrument is doing what, because uh, what Carter does is he has them play a lot of the same pitches, and they'll meet at a pitch and then come out, or one of them will trill. And it's actually kind of difficult, even though they have such distinct timbres at times, to tell who exactly is doing what. Let's have a listen to Claire Chase and Joshua Rubin perform Elliot Carter's Esprit Rude, Esprit Du. Thank you. 
We heard a composer there, Elliot Carter, who uh, made a lot of his other composers think that perhaps writing atonal music was good for your health <laughs> as he lived to the ripe old age of 103 years old. That was Esprit Rude, Esprit Du, performed by Claire Chase Flute and Joshua Rubin Clarinet. This is from a brand new disc out this year uh, by Claire Chase called Terrestra. Claire Chase, of course, being the founder and executive director of International Contemporary Ensemble which started up here in Chicago, but now is, uh, well, all over the place. New York, Chicago, Los Angeles, Mexico City, you name it, they're, they're there. Uh, fantastic disc. The next piece I want to feature is off of a disc of a cappella choral works, and uh, this disc is called Songs of Smaller Creatures and Other American Choral Works. This is the Grant Park Chorus with Christopher Bell conducting, and it's on the Sadie label, which of course is our Chicago-based label. And isn't it wonderful that we have uh, not one, but two fantastic choruses within a couple blocks of each other, the uh, CSO chorus and, of course, the chorus we're going to listen to, the Grant Park chorus. The piece, Eric Whitaker's Sleep, I first heard about it on a, a TED Talk, the, the TED website, and um, he was talking about the creation of the piece, and it was just such a moving story that a woman, a young woman in her 20s, had sent him a, a video of herself singing the part to a, a previous choral piece of his, and he was so excited about it uh, that she had done that you know, spontaneously on her own, and he thought, what if I had other people record parts um, of a piece, and I put them all together using YouTube, and so he auditioned people through YouTube, he videoed himself conducting the piece so everybody could stay in time together and, and uh, people sent him the final files he put them together 
into this piece. And uh, the, the TED Talk is just so moving when he talks about this. People from all around the world, different ages, everybody was so engaged. I found it to be quite incredible. And we actually put the YouTube version of the talk on our website. So if you want to see it, you can go to relevanttones.com. Um, so I've always had a very personal connection to this piece. Let's have a listen. This is Sleep by Eric Whitaker, performed by the Grant Park Chorus, Christopher Bell conducting.
The evening hangs beneath the moon, a silver thread on darkened dune. With closing eyes and resting head, I know that sleep is coming soon. If the meter of that poem sounds at all familiar to you, it's because Eric Whitaker originally wanted to set the very famous poem, Stopping by Woods on Snowy Evening by Robert Frost, but unfortunately was not allowed to by the estate of Robert Frost. And so he had already written the music, had already actually set the poem, so he had a pretty big problem on his hands. Uh, what he decided to do was to hire another poet, and uh, I think the, the results are, are quite incredible. This poet had to keep the same structure of the poem and uh, be true to the meter, because of course the uh, music had already been written. I think he did a fantastic job. We heard Sleep by Eric Whitaker from a disc called Songs of Smaller Creatures and Other American Choral Works on the Sadie label. That was a Grant Park chorus, Christopher Bell conducting. I'm going to change gears now and go to a composer I've always admired quite a bit. This is the Chinese composer Tan Dun. I've always thought he was a just a compositional tour de force. He has so many ideas, such an incredible ear for color, and uh, he's a conductor as well as a composer. He's an all-around fantastic musician. And so when I heard he had written a concerto for orchestra this year in uh, 2012, I got very excited about it, and I want to feature it now. This is uh, The disc is the Concerto for Orchestra, and it's on the Naxos label. And I want to read what he says about the piece and about the orchestra in general, because I think it's pretty interesting. This is from the liner notes. He says, An orchestra in a composer's hands no longer remains a standard orchestra. It becomes the orchestra of that specific composer. The same instrumentation in the hands of Bartok or Stravinsky or Debussy becomes a completely different orchestra. I've always asked myself, what is my orchestra? This piece, Concerto for Orchestra, is my answer. What a great thing to say, to just spell it all out there for us, <laughs> that he's, he's even asking himself, what is, what is my orchestra? What is my specific sound? And uh, then to find that sound in this piece, the Concerto for Orchestra. We have time to listen to two movements. We're going to hear movement one, Light of Time Space, and movement two, Scent of Bazaar. This is the Hong Kong Philharmonic Orchestra performing Concerto for Orchestra by Tan Dun, and it's Tan Dun also conducting.
Mm, I hope you're as taken with that music as I am. It's uh, really, really fantastic. So imaginative, so individualistic. Tan Dan, Concerto for Orchestra. We heard two movements. Movement one, Light of Time Space. Movement two, Scent of Bazaar. Bazaar being, of course, a, a bustling Eastern market. I think we got the, uh, the, the, certainly the exotic sounds of that. What a fantastic piece. This is off of a disc called Concerto for Orchestra, Tan Dan. It also features another piece, Symphonic Poem on Three Notes, also from 2012, and an earlier piece, Orchestral Theater. You're listening to Relevant Tones, a show featuring the music of contemporary composers. And today's episode is a CD grab bag. Uh, we get a lot of CDs, and uh, they're usually lying on my desk or in the shelves behind my desk. And so on today's program, I thought I'd pick several that I think uh, are unique that could make valuable additions to your music library or perhaps as a good gift idea in the holiday season. You can find out more about Relevant Tones on Facebook or on our website, relevanttones.com. I'm going to open the second half of the show here with the fantastic Swedish clarinetist Martin Frost, and he has a, a new CD out called Martin Frost Dances to a Black Pipe. And on this disc, he's uh, showing off everything from Brahms to Ludoslavsky to uh, Piazzolla to the piece that I want to feature by Andres Hilborg. This is a, a clarinet concerto. It's called Peacock Tales, and we're only going to have time to feature about 10 minutes or so of it. It's, it's a, a longish one-movement work. Uh, but I want you to have a listen. It's a fantastic piece. It's wonderfully rich and textured and really shows off the clarinet to great purpose. As you listen, think to yourself also how you might dance to this or, uh, or perhaps choreograph it for other dancers um, because I think it's, it's difficult to do, and yet it has been done. There is choreography set to this music. And if you want to see the video, you can go to our website, relevanttones.com, where we have it posted. Let's have a listen. Martin Frost is joined by the Australian Chamber Orchestra. This is Richard Tocnetti conducting... An excerpt of Peacock Tales by Anders Hilborg.
Oh, it's very difficult to find a place to fade down such a, a fantastic piece. <laughs> what, a, what an energetic and, and just truly interesting piece. It's, it's got those odd rhythms, and yet uh, we always describe that as angular usually. But in this case, it's not angular. It's, it's just really, really compelling, I think. We heard an excerpt of Andres Hilborg's Peacock Tales. This is off of a disc called Dances to a Black Pipe. Martin Frost is the clarinetist, and he's joined by the Australian Chamber Orchestra. Richard Tocnetti was the conductor. Really fantastic piece. If you want to hear more, um, you can pick up the disc. Well, earlier in today's program, we featured music by the iconic composer Elliot Carter, and now I'm going to play a piece by a composer named John Link, who has written several books about Elliot Carter, so very much a Carter scholar. And this is a disc by a group called Flexible Music in New York City, and the disc is called FM. features a very interesting instrumentation. We've got percussion, piano, several different kinds of saxophones, and uh, electric guitar and acoustic guitar. The instrumentation was first devised by composer Louis Andreessen in his piece Hout, uh, 1991, and the liner notes of the disc say that that piece is very much kind of perched on the shoulders of every composer writing for flexible music since then because it's just such a a well-done piece and something that they all have to grapple with in one way or another. The disc does have that piece, Hout, by Louis Andreessen. It also has music by Nico Muley, Ryan Straber, Oriana Webb, and Vinit Shenda, in addition, of course, to the John Link. Let's have a listen to that piece by Link. It is called Around the Bend. This is Flexible Music. Thank you. 
Thank you.
was flexible music performing around the bend by john link again a very interesting instrumentation there especially in the percussion where we heard a an arabic tambourine called the rick that very much drives the piece from the very frenetic opening through the entire very energetic music there and i find it interesting also that john link is a composer who has written a lot about elliot carter but has clearly developed his own separate musical aesthetic from that I hope you've enjoyed listening to this program as much as I enjoyed putting it together. It was really fantastic to pick all of these CDs from the ever-growing pile on my desk. Um, And and, uh, thank you to all the composers and performers who send CDs into Relevant Tones. We will try and air as many as we can. It was so much fun to listen to this music and uh, to hear the entire albums. And I know I only got to play a track or two off of each one. But believe me when I say that they do hang together really well. And I think it's really nice in this era of digital downloads where we, we grab a track and don't always know where it came from to, uh, to put it in the context of the disc and to know that the performers often commissioned the music and had a hand in its creation and that how they put these pieces together on a disc very much reflects their point of view and their aesthetic. These discs could make a really great holiday gift idea or perhaps in addition to your own library. And if anything you heard is something that you'd like to pick up, you can find information about how to do so on our website, relevanttones.com. Relevant Tones is made possible by the generous support of Grosvenor Capital Management, Carol Joins and Abby O'Neill, an anonymous donor, and the listener supporters of WFMT. I'm your host, Seth Bostead, and thank you very much for listening.